Yo, John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. Got another got another wonderful weekend of fights. We had some good fights over the weekend. Um, I don't know if you guys saw all of them. I saw a good number of them. I saw quite a bit. And I even gave um, <clears throat> Jorge Masvidal's bare knuckle uh, game bread fighting a chance. And... Um, it was okay. I didn't get to see the whole event. Uh, I started watching a little bit late, but um, I did see Anthony Njikawani fight, and I did see uh, Roy Nelson fight. And I think it, it may be surprising to people, but you'll see a little bit more grappling when there's bare knuckles involved. It's, it seemed like there was a lot more grappling because... It, it can mess up your hand throwing punches bare knuckled and it can hurt so it felt like um it was very heavy on the on the grappling i don't know i, I think if they're gonna do the bare knuckles why they might as well just open it up to knees on the head on the ground and the soccer kicks too i don't understand just do it just do it i think maybe one fc will create a uh an NHB <laughs> portion of their of their fights. I think that would be good. Um, but yeah, the the Masvidal's fights were free on YouTube, so I just I, I kind of stumbled upon them, and you probably watch them afterwards. But uh, yeah, um, Charles uh, Felony. Um, what's his last name? I forgot his last name. <laughs> Charles Felony. That's good enough. Um, was fighting, and uh, he's a tough dude, man. He's tough. He's always fun to watch. He lost, but he's he's an entertainer, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, then Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson had a big, big knockout. Big boy, barehanded, got the job done with his big old belly. Um, so, I don't know, man. Keep an eye on it. We all got to keep an eye on the uh, – the bare knuckle MMA, you know, I'm all about the raw fights. I'm all about raw fights. Let's get it. That's why I like the bare knuckles. That's why I like the bare knuckles. Bare knuckles are pretty raw. I dig it. I'm Zamir with the super chat. What's up, bud? Says, uh, one is a threat to UFC. Wow. One was awesome. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to one. Uh, Let's do the boxing first, I think, though. Right? Canelo, because Canelo did box. He fought on Saturday and he did what he normally does, I think. <laughs> right? Canelo is fast. He hits hard and um, uh, good footwork, moves his head well. And he's got a crazy good chin. He, was, he got hit a couple times throughout that fight. But he just he walked through him. Ryder Ryder hit him hard. Like they were they looked very good, clean shots a couple times that Canelo did not even react to, and he just fires back. And then Canelo um, just poured it on throughout the fight. Had had Ryder bloody early, had him bleeding from the nose early, uh, and just kept the pressure on. Made made him miss a lot. And like I said, when he did connect, when Ryder did connect, it didn't it didn't phase Canelo at all. And and Canelo hit hit him with big power, drops him in the fifth round. 
can't can't finish him. He was able to uh Ryder was able to weather the storm the rest of the fight and get decisioned. So I guess it's a little bit of a moral victory. But who's left for Canelo? Canelo, I think, was talking about um rematching Bival. Right, but he's gonna have to he's gonna have to get big. He's gonna have to if he's still vegan, he's gonna have to start eating meat if he's gonna fight Dimitri Bival and win. So that guy kind of roughhoused him. I felt like he <clears throat> was very undersized for that fight, I thought. And Bival um, just was able to land with more power and able to stay away from uh, Canelo's dangerous stuff, <laughs> you know? And um, I just don't know. Canelo's really good, man. He's, he's really technically good. He's fun to watch. Like, I don't know. Do we need to go to, like, smaller gloves for the boxers, maybe? You know, I just feel like, because there's a lot of great fighters, but I don't know. Like, there's is it, is it, there's none of the many knockouts nowadays there used to be. So they, they, you know, I know they used to fight, like, 15 rounds, and that stuff was crazy for, you know, championships. But there's more finishes <laughs> with that highlight. Uh, but John Ryder, I guess, did pretty good, considering all things considered. But let's get into uh, the uh, the one. Hamzamir is convinced that one is going to overtake UFC, but I don't think they're uh, still anywhere near the market share that the UFC has. They are getting um, more... Like more angles, more angles, I, I guess, to establish themselves as more than just an MMA fight promotion because they're doing a lot of combat. It's just combat. They're a combat promotion. Whatever type of combat you guys can put together, it looks like they'll sanction it <laughs> and let you guys fight because they're having, uh, there was grappling matches. They did, um, Rutulo, and he fought what? Ritter, Rainer, the Dutch Knight, the Ritter, and then um, and what's else? The other guy, the other guy fought too. Why isn't he on this thing? Huh? My list doesn't have. I thought there was another guy who. Uh, Grappled the other night. Hmm. What am I missing? You guys know what I'm talking about. Mikey, is that the one? Yeah, Mikey Musumeci. That's the one. He was on that too. He's not on this list. I don't know why he's not on this list. But <clears throat> yeah, so they're they're putting together Muay Thai fights. They're putting together um, the submission stuff. They're doing they're doing the small glove Muay Thai stuff sometimes. Sometimes they're I don't know. Are they in a ring sometimes? And sometimes in a cage? Or are they always doing a cage now? But they do. They have some good fights. I'm not gonna complain. I didn't get to see all of the ones uh, that one had. I, I got to the show late. Um, I didn't get to see the grappling matches 
I didn't get to see Ungla Sang Ungla Sang. He's 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 a stud. He's always good to watch. But he uh, he won with a quick choke, forty seconds. I didn't get to see Super Sage Northcut win. He won with a heel cut, a heel hook, thirty nine seconds. Um, a big upset I read about was Katastam uh, beating Saltic. That was a I did I did see like the finishing sequence to that. It was chasing him down. Um, fair stamp fair text. I saw the highlight of that that knockout kicked her in the body. But I didn't get to see him. Kind of made me mad. Um, I I caught Rod Tang and then the the final fight. So uh, Rod Tang is a monster. <laughs> He's an absolute monster. But again, this is Muay Thai. It's it's uh, it's one. Um, Muay Thai World Championship. You know, they had a, oh, that's it. He's in the, that's where he was. Mikey Musumeci. He was in the Flyweight Submission Grappling World uh, Championship. I think that's pretty cool. It'd be interesting if they would add a bare knuckle. They should add a bare knuckle division. They should add a no hold bars division. Headbutts, soccer kicks, knees to head on the ground, bare knuckled. Let's do it. Come on. Come on. Let's put it together. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. People will really enjoy it. I think it'll be a big hit. Uh, but Road Tang, he called out um, Haggerty, who had a tremendous performance in his last fight. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Those two look like they're definitely on a collision pad path. Road Tang and Haggerty, boom. I think that's going to be a good fight. I think that's a really cool Muay Thai fight to watch. And, again, the one format is it's really cool. It's really cool to be able to um, have multiple sports within one, one header, one thing, one place. One stop shopping. I think that's really fan friendly. I think that's one of the problems that I think that's really the big problem is with boxing. There's too many too many ways to see it, and it's not all funneled into one place to look at it. It's too hard to find the fights. Too hard to keep up with. You got to be really into it. Um, and then after the road tank fight was the 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 what do you call it third fight the trio demetrius mighty mouse johnson and Moraes. they both knocked each other out with um knees that would be illegal and normal normal american rule set but i think i from what i heard from the announcers what they said there was full Knees to the head on the ground and, and kicking a down opponent was going to be legal. Did you guys hear that? Did you guys see that? Was that the thing? Anybody uh, anybody be able to back that up? I think that I heard. I swear I heard that. Although I didn't see anybody do it. I didn't see anybody throw any sour kicks. I didn't see anybody throw any knees to the head on the down opponent. So I'm still... Not not sure. 
Yeah, Soljik was he's knocked out pretty bad. I don't know how the fight was going up to that, but yeah, he was saying it was a um big upset. I don't know. These guys are new, kind of new to me, which is which is sad because if we had independent rankings, independent titles, we'd know who all the best top fighters were because they'd all be ranked for us to pay attention to. We could see that this guy is number 35th. Number 15. I don't know. But I, I've been enjoying... I've been enjoying the show. I've been enjoying uh, the show, the one FCs or the one championship because they they dropped the the fighting right. One championship. Hamzamir is saying that uh, he's confirming that the tire kicks were legal. I think yeah, that's what I heard. I'm pretty sure. I didn't see it, but I, I know. I heard what I heard, guys. I heard what I heard. And um, I like it. I like it. I like soccer kicks. I like knees ahead. There was a couple times in the Saudo fight where there could have been knees in certain places that would have ended it. So I'm all for. I'm all for it. The fight itself with Mighty Mouse and Morais was was not as exciting as the other ones. I think maybe they showed a lot of respect for each other. Too much respect for each other. There was a lot of in and out. A lot of back and forth. It looked pretty even throughout the fight. I couldn't really see anyone completely dominating, but I'm not upset with Mighty Mouse getting the, the nod. I think he did enough. You know, I just it wasn't uh, it wasn't as uh, exciting as the other two fights, but that happens sometimes. Now, what happens if <laughs> um, if Moraes is the guy who just starts beating everybody else and then <laughs> he has to fight him again? We get a fourth fight? We're going to watch these guys fight again? It's going to be wild. That's one. That's one championship. What do you guys think? All you guys that saw it, all you people that saw it, what are your thoughts? Are you uh, excited to watch these fights? So I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm not really excited about watching fights. I just I just like watching fights more than I like watching anything else. I just, but I haven't been really excited about fights or fighting lately. I feel like there's, I don't know, a little shift in the market, and. Um, it just, I don't know, a lot of fights are just like, why? Why are you doing this? But I still would rather watch a fight than not, so I still watch it all. I still I still love it. I just think things could be so much better. I had, I had such a, a, a better, um, like, imagined future for the sport. You know, because I really wanted, I, I thought we could have something like almost respectful, <laughs> like NFL players or something. <clears throat> nope. People want clowns. They want a clown show. Put on the big shoes, getting a little card, asshole. Whew. 
we're getting ice cream. That's one. That is one. Um, yeah, I know Hamzamir loved it. He loved it. So we got at least one guy loved it. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I don't have any complaints about the one card. Uh, the announcing, I didn't play that close attention to, but I thought it was fine. The the game bread <laughs> announcing. I love Robin Black. He makes me laugh. He does a good job. He gets real excited. Sometimes he over he over pushes certain things, certain aspects. But the chick they had on that was awful. It was just terrible. It wasn't good. And uh, it made it uh, hard to watch. I had to turn the volume down. <laughs> so just the comments were not good. What's going on, Gary? All righty, man. What's up? What's up? Oh, yeah, that was one. Now, uh, let's get into UFC. We can get into the UFC. All right. Yeah. Let's check this out. What is it? All right. I started watching pretty early. I think I caught most of the fights. Um, uh, yeah, Ribeiro Holmes, I think, um, I caught part of that big knockout from Ribeiro. Yeah, he looked tough. He looked, um, he looked good. I think that was his first fight, first UFC fight for Ribeiro or no second. He lost Alassane, I see in January. So uh, he got knocked out. Chloe he got one punch. It looks like Roa, what, round two, never mind. Round two, 20 seconds. So he's kind of new. He looked good with that knockout. Um, then we got to uh, this fight I got a bad, bad feeling about. It was Phil Hawes on, on the early prelims, which Phil Hawes, I think, has performed pretty decent, hasn't he? Let's go check a look. We're going to check a look. Here, 2022, 20, he lost to uh, at middleweight. Uh, he beat Darren Wynn. Duran, I mean, um, lost to uh, Chris Curtis. He beat Kyle Dawkins. He beat Malcoon. So he's he's been doing pretty good, I guess, in the middle of the road. But uh, I don't know, man. <clears throat> they gave him this Ikram, his first, I think, pretty sure it's his first UFC fight. Yeah, first UFC fight. And this guy's walking out with uh, the Khabib hair cut and beard. And they're uh, talking about his background. He's got one lost who uh Chimiev, but it was a really close fight. I was like, oh man, it's like 
why they're throwing Phil Hawes to the dogs. Like they're making him like earn his money coming out. This guy with nobody knows fighting on the early prelims. And uh, sure enough, Alex Sikov or uh, Alex Karov, Alex Karov, Alex Karov, Ikram Iskarov, <laughs> uh, Ikram Alex Karov. There we go, Ikram Alex Karov. Man, he was an animal. He was tough. Uh, he knows how to wrestle, but he didn't use much wrestling and. Got a knockout, two minutes, 10 seconds in the first round. Dude's a stud. So that's an exciting addition to the middleweight weight class. I will I will keep a, a, an eye out for this Av because that was a good win. And Phil Hawes is a pretty, pretty solid fighter, pretty impressive uh, number of fights because all those guys he fought were tough. He, didn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't had a – Phil Hawes has not had – a mid fight everybody is top shelf everybody's been really tough in all this fight so that's a very solid win for ikram parker porter against braxton smith man they were talking they were talking about braxton smith big time because he was an ex football player or something pretty semi-pro and uh <clears throat> park poor old porker <laughs> Parker Porter, I was going to Porker, I'm sorry. But uh, all I said about him was he used to be a fat kid. He used to be a fat guy, and now he's a UFC heavyweight phenom. He came out, he looked sharp, man. Porter looked sharp. Yeah, Braxton Smith was a hell of an athlete, super explosive, big, strong guy. But Parker, Parker Porter was put together. Like, he was piecing together really com good combinations, um, good defense, in a good position. He looked good, man. He looked good. It'll be interesting to see uh, what's what's next. Where's he at? Is that he's been fighting for a little bit? I haven't seen. Oh, he lost to Tafa. I see. I see. When was that? February. Mm, okay. Okay. Lost to Almeida. But Almeida is a freak. He beat Boudal. Beat Sherman. He beat the Tank. He's got wins over Parisian, lost to Dawkins. So he's he's been hit or miss. <clears throat> Three and a half, four years with the UFC, but he's got skills. He's tough. He's uh he's not an easy fight. Not at all. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Yep, he, that's 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 a that's a fact, Gary. So Gary saying they really did talk Braxton up. Lo, he gassed quickly. It's a big boy. They're talking about his his forty time. It was like four 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 seven or something. That's crazy. It's crazy. I forgot he's like two two fifty. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Imagine getting hit by that at full speed. He gets he gets a thirty yard takeoff to run you down and hit you. Jesus. Say a car, you hit like a, a town car. Dang, going deep to the memory holes. Drunken boxing says that he fought John Jones once upon a time. 
Interesting. Interesting. Was that um, Porter or Braxton Smith? Clarification, please. <clears throat> uh, Jandaroba and Rodriguez was interesting, <laughs> I guess. Um, Bedoya. Bedoya and Williams. It's a pretty good fight. I enjoyed the fight. I felt like they were really trying to hype Bedoya up a lot. I don't know why. Just call it as you see it. Do do what Chris Chris Lytle does. I need to get these guys bra bracelets to say what would Chris Lytle do. Just just say what's happening. Put a little color on it. Tell me what's happening. You know, I don't I don't need the hype train all the time. Let the action speak. Bedoya is tough. He's really good. Williams was good, uh, but both these guys I felt like were were jumping into the middle and then jumping out, and they they were having a hard time finding that range with each other. So the fight kind of, I mean, it had its moments, but I feel like it could have been so much more from both of those guys if they just would have bit down a little bit harder and sat in the pocket a little bit more, you know, forced the clinch a little bit more, force. You know, for a little more contact, but there was a lot of separation in together, out far apart, and those those fights kind of are are not as enjoyable for me. <clears throat> I want you to get on the gas and then stay on the gas. Uh, light heavyweight Kennedy is Chikanuku is is a Chukulu. Is Chiku against Davin Clark? And uh, Davin Clark's tough. That was a, he put up a good fight. Um, but Chiku is he's a beast. He's a monster. I had a hard time believing that he was a light heavyweight. I thought he was a heavyweight. He is super tall. Um, he can get he got those elbows in. He was clubbing with those elbows really well. The knees come up hard and fast. The big guy like that. He did a good job. Um, he had to display a little bit of grappling in there. He's such a he's such a big dude, such a big dude. Gary's chiming in with the reassurance. Yep, <clears throat> Gary says Kennedy is such a big light heavyweight. Oh wow, Parker! Parker did fight John Jones a long time ago. Before in New York local promotion. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, he does look like he's improving. He looks like he's improving. Striking's improving a little bit. He's looking better out there. He's going to be, yeah, I mean, he's going to be, if he can keep making that weight, I don't know how much of a problem that weight cut is for him, but it's, uh, it's a big guy. <laughs> it's definitely a big guy. What is his, uh, what's his standing? I'm going to look this up. He's been in the UFC for a little bit now. Time moves so fast, guys. It's crazy. He lost to Nega Muranu. Nega Muranu. I see, I see. And uh, he lost to Daun. Got knocked out, huh? I wonder if he got caught there. And then he's got to win over Danilo Marquise. 
lost to Paul Craig. Got submitted by Paul Craig. So if he has been improving this time, he hasn't had a lot of losses. He still has an ability to uh, compete. I don't see an age on here, but oh man, big guy, big long reach. If he can keep people from taking him down, if he can use those knees and those elbows, formidable, formidable for reals. Uh, then the last fight on the preliminary card, Drew Dober and Matt Frivola. I am a big fan of Dober. He always puts forth hard, hard work, hard fights. But I feel like he's one of those guys that the company's not going to appreciate and they're going to take advantage of. They're going to throw him in hard fights. Maybe he shouldn't be in. They're not going to promote him the way they should because he's just going to be the guy that's always there and always says yes. So they don't have to like take care of him very well, right? They just know he's not going anywhere. Um, all right, so Frivola, he lost to Terrence McKinney back in seven seconds in June of uh, 2021. Um, he lost to um, Armand Tsarukian. Tsarukian. He had decisions. But he's been around for a while. Frivola... I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I guess this, I guess this, this does make sense. Okay. Both these guys are kind of um, journeyman guys. They've been at it for a long time. They, they've won and lost, but they always produce hard fights. So, okay, I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing why this matchup happened here now. It's a, uh, you know, last fight on the preliminary card, so this is probably on, like, some free fight night, whatever, fight pass or some other kind of stuff, ESPN, whatever, for free. So they put a big, exciting fight at the end of that one. It makes sense. It makes sense. <clears throat> but, yeah, Frivola just land with big power. These guys come in, they throw down. It's kind of, it's kind of what you expect from, from both of these guys. They're going to come out there, step on the gas. They're not going to let off the gas until the fight fight's over. All right, guys. Main card. Getting into the main card here. Let's see. Gary chiming in saying, Kennedy, it feels like he's in the apprentice stage even though he's 30. He could end up being elite top five guy. I mean, if he he could make a lot of improvements in the next two years. He's already made a, a lot of improvements over the last few years. So if he stays on that trajectory, yeah, in two years he might might be peaking. Right, he might be stepping into his physical peak and his developmental peak, and that might be the time for him to uh, to challenge. He needs to keep winning his fights and he keeps uh, putting people away, and that's. That's what's going to be uh, possible for him. But he's going to have to continue on the stretch. No more setbacks. We'll see. Time will tell. Um, Gracie. Con Gracie. I don't understand. I don't understand 
Gracie's. I don't understand. I don't know. Um, I don't understand. So these a lot of these guys that grapple. Like, why don't you get together with people who know how to close the distance and and uh, clinch with people? If why well, I don't I don't understand. They're out there. There's people who know how to close the distance. There's guys who know how to move their head, make guys miss. Knows how to cut the ring off. <clears throat> keep the guy from circling around, running away. I'm available. You can call me. You can DM. DMs are open. And I just don't get it. Because you have such an amazing weapon with your submissions. Why would you not want to <clears throat> learn how to better utilize your weapon? You know, it's not just about wrestling. It's about getting to the clinch. I'm sure I'm sure their grappling is enough and good enough. Like if they could just get to the clinch, they'd be they'd be all right, I can take it from here. Pretty sure. You can grapple in 20 years, 30 years. You probably figured out some tricks on how to get people down to the ground from your feet when you're in a clinch. Just assuming that's probably something that happens. Pretty sure. So find someone <laughs> that knows how to clo close the distance, knows how to jump that bridge, jump that gap, or bridge that gap. <coughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good point from some. James saying uh, he's feeling the pressure from being Rickson's son. Maybe. But at the same time, the majority of MMA fans today have no idea who Hicks and Gracie is. They've never heard of him. They don't know much about <laughs> pride in the, the fights in, in Brazil and stuff. They might know some of it, but I, I'm willing to bet most of them have no idea. I think somebody somebody's hitting nails on heads. I am here says, I think it comes down to ego. Hmm. The reason guys don't seek extra insights, like the I know better mentality, maybe. Or I think sometimes uh, coaching and stuff in, in gyms, they're kind of cultish sometimes. People think like they're cheating on their instructor if they work, if they work with somebody else. They work like an expert in something else. They feel like they're cheating on their coach already. Gary says, Kron hasn't improved an inch in the last three years. It seems no head movement either. He could definitely do with your help, John. True common, common writer says they know more about Izzy, 100%. They know more about Sean O'Malley. They'll tell you his whole life story. Tell you his whole life story, guys. Whole life story. <laughs> oh, where did we leave off? Okay, so be yeah, but Charles Ordain. Who I don't even understand. He made some weird comments about how much money UFC pays. It was like, do you not read? 
You know, have you not seen the financials? Like how much they're making compared to how much they're paying? It's not a lot. Then we get into the Diego Lopez and Evlov fight. Lopez was pretty good, man. He was. Um, I think he was kind of brought in to lose because they're trying to build this Evlov. He's tough. Movsvar, he's tough. Definitely. Going to be interesting to watch him fight. He's been he's been in the in the game a little bit. He beat Ie. He beat Duadu. He beat Lentz. He beat Grundy. Holy Jeebus. He beat Barzola. But Swing Wu. He hasn't lost. Are you kidding me? How come I've never heard of this guy? They brought him. He's been they've been trying to line him up to fight Bryce Mitchell here. It looks like for a minute. And this that was who he was originally supposed to fight. But something happened. Bryce Mitchell got pulled. They found this Lopez kid. Lopez was tough, man. He was tough. That's crazy. It was a short, a short notice fight, too. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to look up. It's got ESPN fighter stats. Diego Lopez. Um, no, there's nothing else here. I'm not going to waste my time looking around. But yeah, dude's a stud. Dude's an absolute stud. I don't, I don't know anything about him. Is he just not uh, exciting enough? Why are they not pushed him enough? 145 pound monster. Sounds like they would push that guy more. Am I missing something with the Evlov story, guys? He makes somebody mad. Has he been injured? Something happened? Been fighting in a war or something? I don't know. Um, but yeah, Lopez looked good. He he attacked a lot of different submissions. It looked like he almost got an arm bar. Uh, almost got the knee bar at the end of the fight. It was a it was a good fight. Like I enjoyed I enjoyed it. They were scrapping up. Diego Lopez fought uh, every position hard. It was good, man. I hope he uh, he he definitely should get more fights. Definitely should get more fights. Without a doubt. That was good. It was a good fight. And this Evlov is a monster. So like you gotta be legit if you're put in that type of type of a fight in short notice. It was good. But uh who's next for Evlov? Am I missing anything, guys? Oh, okay, okay. Tyler Durden's a stupid name. Says he's got a whole fee UFC highlight reel on SOG MMA. Evlov is known. Okay, I just haven't, I haven't heard or paid attention. Whew. 
Sailboy says Evlov is a stud. All his fights have been good. Yeah, he fights hard, man. He's got that old school energy. Gary says Lopez was game. Dana paid him his win money for fighting so hard. Awesome. Yeah, he, he definitely does that. But uh, you know what would be even awesomer? Flat pay. Flat pay. Flat pay. 100% flat pay. These guys are showing up to do a, a job. If you want to add extra bonuses on top of that, flat pay. Stop doing the the, the show win stuff. Stop it. Stop it. Tyler Dern's a stupid name. Says alcohol and brain trauma doesn't play nice together. Weed, on the other hand, is fine. <laughs> Oh, uh, all right. Then, uh, Joan, Joanan, uh, Jan Joanan really put the brakes on Andrade. She hit her hard, knocked her out cold. Um, it's a big stud of a woman. <laughs> uh, and then we get into one of the fights I was looking forward to. So I like both these guys. I don't think these guys get enough love. I don't think you guys get pushed enough. And they made them fight each other, which I kind of didn't like. But um, Muhammad is a stud, and he fought pretty well. But I felt like something was wrong with Burns the whole time. And they kept talking about it. I don't know if they got into my head, DC and those guys, and Rogan talking about Burns. He looks dejected, and and they kept saying all this stuff, and I was like, "Is he really, or are they just saying that?" <laughs> it's getting into my head, but he did he did seem like he was a little bit off. Uh, the fire wasn't there; he wasn't as explosive. Um, I feel like he was really coming after Masvidal when they fought. He was coming after Chimiev as they caught as they fought. You know, like he had a lot of big moments. Um, in those fights where he just was biting down hard and, and pulling the trigger and going. And I feel like he was just kind of sparring a little bit with Bilal. You know, he didn't he didn't uh, step on the gas. I thought Bilal did a good job of winning each round. And then uh, he should be in the mix. He should be in the mix of the titles. He's been winning a lot of fights. Who, who else is there? Let's mix it up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's double check. Bilal's been fighting since 2016. Lost to Luque. Beat Montano. Lost to Jovan. Rocky, rough, rocky start. Beat Tim Means. Beat Jordan Main. Beat Rancutre, Rancutre. Uh, beat Sato, beat Millionder. Lost to Neil. That's right. That was a, that was a fight. Beat good. One fight in 2020. Beat good. Uh, beat Stephen Thompson. Beat Damian Maya. It's a no contest with Leon Edwards. That's right. That's right. 
That needs to happen. That fight needs to happen. Beat Luke. Beat Brady. Got one over Burns. He's, he's, he needs to fight Leon Edwards. He needs to fight for the title. Um, but I don't know. Colby Covington, it's a good chance that he's going to win. I think Colby, I think Colby wins. If he uses his wrestling, gets inside, makes him work, I think Colby Covington wins that fight. Um, and then Bilal and Colby will probably have to fight. Or what they'll probably do is if Colby beats, man, if Colby wins, um, they're going to make Leon fight. Uh, Bilal, probably. <laughs> and, then, and then if Bilal wins, then they'll give him a shot with Colby. <laughs> Todd Durden's a stupid name says, I know Dariush is a 55er, but UFC hates Bilal in a Dariush kind of way. That's <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. I get it. I kind of get that feel. It's gross when, like, you can tell how the company treats a person, like how they, I don't know, they like him or how much money they make him, I guess. Not really how good of a fighter are you. It's just how much money do you make us? What's your Q score, buddy? You don't tweet enough. You need to post way more ass shots on your Instagram. <laughs> oh, Penty. Oh, this is hater vibes on it. Fenty says the fans feel the same about Bilal. They don't what they don't like him? I don't know, man. I have no problem with Bilal. I like I like him. I think he's uh fights hard, fights good. I don't really know anything about him other than what he does inside the cage, so I just <laughs> I judge on that. He fights hard. Ah, I see. So there's some little sleuthing done here by Sailboy. And he's saying apparently Gilbert had an injury and could only punch with one arm. Yeah, there was a kind of an error of like something was going on and it didn't didn't smell right, you know. That's uh, you're not true. You're not you're not wrong there, Hamzamir. Most fans today are not actual fans of the sport today. A hundred percent. The uh, I'm saying this for a long time because they 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 really did turn it into more of a spectacle rather than about fighting. It wasn't about the fights. It wasn't about the technique. It was about whatever emotionalism, pro wrestling stuff we can sell. Everything outside of the fight. I called this a long time ago. When you're doing that. All that matters is the emotion. All that matters is is the story. So the fighters don't matter. Their skill level doesn't matter. Right? Their skill at actually being able to fight and and produce victories is diminished by them being performers and just performing and putting on and giving credit to and shining the light on the most of what is just performance. 
that's my take on it so at the end of the day you don't have actual fans of the sport of the fighting you just have fans of outrage and spectacle they're more fans of spectacle than they are of mma That's that's what I was thinking too. I, I didn't understand why he fought so soon. I am here. Says Gilbert was most likely overtrained. It was a gamble to fight so soon. I think. Yeah, I, I think it was a mistake. I think he fought a month ago. I think it was it was too quick of a turnaround. When you're when you're young and hungry and you need money and you're not making that much money and you're trying to make a name for yourself, yeah, you need to fight a lot, back to back to back to back. Just crank them out. You're young, you're healthy, you get healthy, you recover fast. Go do it again. Get that momentum going. Keep that momentum going. Yeah, 100%. When you're in a position where you're you're trying to fight for titles, you need to be trying to only schedule like two fights a year. Oh, I know you're trying to make money or whatever, but like you're you're trying to be the best. And to be the best, like you have to have the best training camp and have the most recovery and and build the momentum up until that date of that fight. And I don't think a month turnaround, you're going to be able to do it. I just don't think so. I don't think it's smart career-wise. I think long-term you're going to lose more money doing that than if you are more, uh, you know, doing more strategy with your career path and which direction you're going, which fights you take. And these type of things happen. So yeah, James is saying, quick turnover fight and got injured. Burns should still be considered for a title shot. Not wrong. Not wrong. He just had a big fight, a big win. He should be in the mix talking about getting into the title shot. Or um, his next fight should be a title shot or fighting for a title shot. It should be a declared situation like that. Yeah, they were they were good. They were good. I was wondering if the the kicks to the body because he was catching the arms a lot. I was wondering if that had an effect and hurt his arm, like Frank Shamrock Kung Lee type situation where that arm broke. So you can't just keep eating those kicks like that. Go all the way in or all the way out. Hamzamir is saying that Gilbert tried to do John Jones fighting three fights in three months for a title, but John was 22, turned 23, and Gilbert is 37. Bingo. Yep. Wasn't in his uh, best interest to do the big quick turnaround. All right, let's get in the main event. Been talking for a while. I mean, it's going to make you guys mad, but I'm going to say it. Um, it was a fun-sized fight. It's a fun-sized fight. Anything under 155 is fun-sized. And it's funny to me how serious people take the funner-sized fights because they are little guys. I don't know. I just, I guess I'm a big asshole. But I'll tell you what, man. Like, I just would rather watch bigger people fight. If you had a card of the best 125, 35, 45 fighters in the world ever, fighting on on that card on the left and then on the right you had a card of unknown heavyweights guess which one i would rather watch 
as a consumer, just saying as a consumer, as a professional, as a fighter, I know, yeah, man, the, the, the little guys, that's going to be way more technical, way more, you know, skilled. But when you're talking about 240 to 280 pound dudes smashing into each other, crushing each other's skulls and faces and throwing elbows and shit. Like, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm telling you. And then, then you throw in actual, you know, skilled guys. That's it makes it even better, man. Uh, but it was uh Henry Sudo coming back three years laid off. He's had a lot of success and um came back to fight Aljamain Sterling, who has had a very controversial run, very controversial run. You know, he's trying to get credibility, and I don't think this fight it did it, you know, because he wins his title from a, a DQ. So he didn't, you know, people thought he was losing the fight, and then he wins the fight because he got kneed in the head and couldn't continue. People didn't like him and called him names because he quit. They're like, oh, you're fine. You could have fought. I, I think he did the right thing, but people are still going to attack him over that point. Then there's a rematch, and Sterling wins a split decision over Jan, and people lose their shit. People don't, people don't agree. People thought that Jan won, so he's got another smudge in the mix. Um, after the, the Jan debacle, he fights Dillashaw. Dillashaw comes back after he's been out for a little while. I don't know, did he have a fight before that? I can't remember. But he fights Dillashaw. And Dillashaw goes into the fight with an injury. He doesn't want to pull out of the fight, doesn't want to lose out on the money, doesn't want to lose out on the opportunity. So he fights injured anyways. And his shoulder keeps coming out of socket throughout the fight. And they had to stop it. I remember that. I'm trying to put it back in the socket. No, no bueno. Um, so he had a bad injury going into it. So now he goes into a fight with the little guy, Henry Cejudo, and it's a split decision again. It was a close fight. It really could have gone either way. And the only reason I, I'm okay with it going with Sterling was because he was a champ. He had to beat the champ. I didn't see enough out of Cejudo to merit him taking the rounds and stealing the rounds. I just didn't. I didn't see it. Um, I saw good things from both guys, but I don't think Cejudo pressed enough. I don't think he, he, he should have been all over him, way more over him. I don't know if he got comfortable and thought he was winning or what, but I, I think a lot more getting to the clinch, a lot more pushing him around, a lot more being physical with him. but. I kind of noticed that Cejudo was undersized. I think he's too small. I think he's too small to uh, compete against Sterling and maybe at 135. I think he needs to be a 125 pounder. I think he's a 125 pounder. And I'll be honest with you, if they had a 115 for men's, I think Cejudo would probably be able to make 115. Just saying. I think he's he's vastly undersized. because I think that's what he's having trouble with. I don't think he had the strength. 
to deal with uh, Aljo's size. Too big. Gary. Wait a minute, Gary. Gary says, I had Henry 3-2, but Aljo winning 3-2. I can't complain. There was close rounds. Yep. That would be interesting. Moreno versus Cejudo. Let's do it. Moreno versus Cejudo. I could see that. Penty has uh, Cejudo versus Max. That could be interesting also. But I have a feeling Cejudo puts him on his back pretty quick. And uh, does work. Sailboy, I've talked about this. Sailboy saying, sometimes I think there should be more draws in MMA. It was so close. I, I, I said part of my solution to fixing scoring was um, you have it's just one round, one flat round, and there's a finish or it's a draw. Period. I think that that puts um, all the pressure and emphasis on the guys to finish. The sooner you finish, the shorter the fight is, and um, you won't. You, you're not gonna. And they're, and they're gonna go for. People are gonna go for broke. They're gonna go after it because there's no loss, right? I think that would. I think that would work. I don't know. What do you guys? Do you think they're people would stall the whole time because they don't want to get finished because they know just run away and you know, I get a draw at least I won't lose then. You think that? I don't know if that would be a thing. We'd have to have the yellow card, I guess, too, though. Uh, somebody said it in the chat earlier, but I did see that. Tony Ferguson got in trouble today. Did you guys read about Tony Ferguson's its situation? Looks like he might have been under the influence and gotten into a wreck. I don't know if uh, anybody got injured or what's going on. Hopefully everything's good with Tony. Other than that, you know. But um, we'll see. Hamzamir, <clears throat> what do you have to talk about? <laughs> I want to talk about Luke Thomas. Why do you have to want to talk about Luke Thomas? What's up with Luke Thomas? What did he do now? Yeah, but Tony's always been weird, though. So it's a really out of his normal behavior. You know, um, remember, you guys remember Mayhem? He was he was Tony before Tony was Tony. Mayhem monkeys. Yep, alcohol and Fledge allegedly has been arrested. Uh, I read that he um, he hit a car. There may have been some injuries with people in the cars, and he refused a breathalyzer, so they took him in. Yeah, mayhem, mayhem, mayhem. I like mayhem, but he's man. 
Can't stress you out. You're you're not wrong. He's well, I, and I don't know if it's man. Not sure what it is, but these, a lot of these guys do. They carry water for the UFC. They don't. They really don't believe. A lot of guys like they do not believe that MMA can exist in any form without the UFC running things. They 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 truly see that. Like the only reason there is MMA in the world is because the UFC exists and is doing what it's doing. They think that if the UFC failed, like there would never be MMA anymore again. That's that's really how a lot of these people think that's what their head is like you're literally telling them to kill god when you're like hey man like mma is a sport and like no one promotion should own it they, they really think that you're trying to like you're committing blasphemy you're a heretic you're burning the bible in front of them <laughs> Miller, yeah, Mayhem Miller was—he's bigger than uh, Tony too. He's more dangerous. Yeah, he can—he can break way more stuff. Hamzamir is convinced, right? He says that UFC pays Luke Thomas. Maybe, quite possibly, that a lot of these guys may get paid not to cover certain stories, or they're told not to cover certain things. You know, uh, they may just be also scared to cover certain things because UFC will pull. Uh, their access to fighters and a lot of these guys if they can't if they can't go to the shows if they can't talk to fighters like they're gonna have a hard time getting views they're gonna have a hard time getting eyeballs on their stuff and uh just the way it is i think also these guys are in a uh they're in the entertainment industry and all these big shows and things are connected to the same people and wme is a really powerful organization guys they're very very powerful organization they covered up harvey weinstein's shit for a long time <laughs> like intimidated people scared people had Mossad agents working for him tracking people stalking them scaring them so there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes guys yeah that's one way to put it i guess Patrick Luther Winchester says UFC shadow bans journalists. <sighs> yes, I've talked to James. He does stuff on uh, Rockfin. Uh, Tyler Dares' super name says, I like the Canadian guy, journalist named James Lynch. He seems cool. Yes. Um, but you can see, like, he does everything on the outside on his own. So he's got no handlers. Uh, but he is, he's on Rockfin. If you guys haven't got on Rockfin yet, get to Rockfin. I got a few of you guys over there. Sean Tobin in the Rockfin chat. You're right. All right. Nice, guys. We got five guys in the Rockfin watching Rockfin. Thank you very much. Make sure you guys are liking, are uh, hitting the like. Make sure you guys are hitting the like here in the uh, YouTube's and other stuff. Like, share, subscribe, do it. Let's go, guys. We did. We crossed the ten thousand. I wanted to make sure we're comfortably above 
10,000 before I said much, but yeah, we, uh, we crossed the 10,000 guys. We did it. We have 10,000 subscribers here on the YouTubes. We're at 12,000, almost 13,000, I think on the, um, Rockfin. So that's good. Awesome. Thanks guys. I, I, uh, I created, a the rumble account, but I haven't done anything with it yet. I got to put stuff on there. They'll let you take your whole thing and move it over, but I'm not sure how that's going to look. So we'll see. Patrick, man, we're just talking about some fights and some light stuff. Get all heavy. He says, uh, why do they say we are witnessing the fall and collapse of the U.S. empire? Here we are. The dollar's going kaput. Our army can't even staff itself. So many leeches have uh, been sucking at the tit of the government that it's just drained everything. Infrastructure's collapsing. We have no men coming up to take the new jobs that are needed to keep the infrastructure going. Like we're going to have major power issues in the next 15 to 20 years. We're talking about electric cars and all this shit. Like we're not going to have a power grid. That shit's going to rot. Nobody's nobody's working it. We don't have robots that can do that stuff. We need like linemen, and, and there's just nobody's showing up. These guys are jerking off to porn and dating trannies and freaking uh, playing video games all day long. They're not going to work. Why? They get a government check. It's not like they're going to get a girl and a wife and kids and stuff out of it. <laughs> so like, people are just over it. I'm Zamir with some knowledge. The dollar has been collapsing since 1933 when we shifted from silver and gold to cash. Was it 33? I thought it was um, Nixon who got rid of the, the gold standard completely. But we have Bitcoin now, guys. If you haven't bought some Bitcoin, I don't know what to tell you. Just uh, cost average that stuff. Spend like five five dollars of it a week. Just put a little something away. I told I told people to do that almost ten years ago, 2014. I was like, yeah, it's not a big deal, man. So you you can't afford five bucks a week. It's like a beer. You can't drink one less beer a week. And then right now they'd be sitting on stacks of cash, or no, they'd be sitting on mountains of satoshis. Because they listened to me and they'd be able to sell us Toshis to pay for things as they needed it. Yeah, USA does owe China a lot of money, but uh, we don't have to pay it back. We can just go to war, right? Isn't that a thing we can do? MMA reviewer recorder says, bro, I lost my stuff on YouTube and MMA around the time of the Patty pimple face that I stopped following everything. Then I got mistaken with your title saying Canelo UFC and was like, what? Oh, man. Yeah, haven't been watching MMA at all. 
Uh, Bitcoin, it wasn't, I mean, Bitcoin wasn't one of my sponsors. I had, it was a Bitcoin company and they, they paid me. It was like Bitcoin Direct or Bitcoin something or other, but yeah, they were doing some crypto stuff and I got paid a thousand dollars in, uh, in, uh, Bitcoin at the time, which is funny because there was a couple other guys, um, maybe three other guys who also got sponsorship from the same person. And he gave all of us the same option. He says, I can pay you a thousand dollars cash or I can pay you a thousand dollars in Bitcoin. Guess who the only one who took the Bitcoin was? Bro. I turned that one thousand dollars into like seven. Good job, guys. Okay, let's see. Rasul Gautov says, Hey, John, is it too late to start competing in MMA at 27 years old? I started BJJ a year ago and did some boxing in high school. Thank you. Uh, you're never you're never too old. It's like, what, what are you trying to accomplish with what you're doing? I would say get yourself into as many amateur competitions as possible. Start doing jiu-jitsu competitions. Get yourself into some boxing or Muay Thai uh, classes and do some smokers, do some amateur fights. And then, uh, you know, when you've done a few tournaments, when you've done a few amateur uh, kickboxing type fights, then then uh, maybe start looking to uh, get an amateur MMA fight. See, see how that is playing out for you, you know. Uh, but yeah, don't rush it. <laughs> Don't rush it and don't bite off more than you can chew, right? But, yeah, there's nothing wrong with starting late. Herschel Walker did it in his 40s, late 40s. He fought like at 50 years old, man. So, yeah, it's possible. Man, I don't even know. I don't know. It's so long ago. I don't know if I remember. Oh, wait. I don't know question. Hamza Mir is asking, uh, John, how long was Miyoto Machida at AKA? A little while. I can't remember if it was a month. A few weeks? I can't remember. Yeah, I do. I do miss competing. I am here. Says, John, do you miss competition? Or are you happy to be retired and pass that? No, I, I'm still competitive. I want to compete. But uh, I'm just trying to focus that energy to compete in other ways. And... Try to get, try to scratch that itch that way. But no, I miss, I miss competing. But like, just um, the training and stuff to compete. What I really want is to build up some of my classes and have some people that I can take to compete places. You know, that would, that would be good. Patrick Luther Winchester saying, "Did Francis Nagano do the right thing? One offered him twenty million. Million. It's a lot." But yeah, if he's able to say no to that, he must have something else cooking. But already, one offered him more than what the UFC was going to. So what does that tell you? The other guys who are champs at the UFC, the other guys who are top dogs in other promotions, maybe 
free agency, real free agency will drive money up and you'll get paid way more. There'll be bigger percentages going to the athletes. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. It's good talking to you guys. I don't think you're wrong here, JJG. He says, one is laundering for Thai gangsters. It's, it may not be wrong. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for watching, guys. I appreciate you. I had fun. You're always fun. Make sure you're, you're hitting uh, the like. All right, hit that thumbs up. Do that. It helps a lot. Make sure you are sharing. Share this everywhere you go. Be annoying. Make, make your friends and family unfollow you because you're sharing it so much. Okay? Uh, check out the programs. Check the links below. Fitness, self-defense, jiu-jitsu, fight stuff. I got you covered. Even fix your neck stuff. Uh, sign up for the newsletter. Go to johnfitch.net. Go to the uh, sign up for the newsletter there. And then you can be kept up to date with all things Fitch, Fitch Smash. If you're in San Jose area, I teach private lessons, small groups, seminars. I travel for seminars too. If you want me to travel out to see you. And uh, I got a Saturday wrestling class. It's going strong. It's good. I, uh, I'll check you all later. <laughs>